Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Jared Davis, Tom Bransfield, Steve Adore 2, Samuel Brown, Seren Kai, Mike's Mind, Andrew Hanks, Hell Seth, Night Spider, and the Redacted Files Podcast Network. Thanks for helping these adventurers get out of a poisonous situation. But there is also another species, at least on your world, and apparently on this one as well. Maybe they were even transported from your world, you don't know. Of winged kobolds. Slightly tougher, and with the ability to fly. That's what you're seeing in front of you. You probably, you guys will probably be able to one-shot this guy, but just want you to know, these are generally tougher kobolds than normal. Sounds like Rigby would love to cook up some wings. I know, but I don't know, these things look tough. We can better save the wings after we really kill it i mean well if there's one thing i believe in it's the power of friendship coordinated into acts of coordinated violence so you guys continue uh heading in an eastward general direction uh continue your discussion about planar travel and what makes each of your worlds unique and different and actually just for funsies Tell me, each of you, as you're discussing this, one unique thing about your particular world. Well, in my world, we have what um, most people call dinosaurs. So that's why we kind of do everything in caves and stuff, because they're always uh, bashing around. We find our ways to protect against them, but it's just easier to stay away. as much money to rebuild everything if you build it in with the mindset that it could be destroyed any moment. So we have pretty, pretty, pretty strong architectural marvels in my world. Yeah, I might not know this about my world, but uh, parrots are incredibly gossipy creatures. Mm. Every one of us has a parrot. And since they repeat everything that they're said, they get together and then they just say things to each other. You have no idea. Affairs have been exposed, and uh, sometimes people will say they've watched popular TV shows, but as it turns out, they haven't actually watched those shows. Um, Or somebody will be watching a show together, and somebody will secretly uh, get an episode ahead, and it's all exposed by the parrots. Uh, I'm going to ask a a question here. So, Of course, Ringy. Are the... the, uh... Parrots you-sized, or are they what I would consider to be parrot-sized, like about yay high on the Yes, they are parrot-sized in proportion to me and the other aracocras. So a parrot could, everybody has a personal parrot, and they all fit on our shoulders. Ah. Hmm. How do the the parrots feel about this? The fact that they just have to sit and listen to y'all all day. Well, that's why they started telling each other everything. You see, some people lead very boring lives. Um, certainly, I'm going to have quite a lot of things to say to my parrot when I go home. And uh, some people lead very interesting lives. And so they're allowed to, you know, as long as we're not working, they're allowed to gallivant off in the evenings, fly up together, meet on twine, do whatever they want to do. And uh, so they tend to talk to each other. Captain B, quick question. Would you yes. have been on your boat that was destroyed? No. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even have time to, to process such a thing. Oh, oh, slippers. Oh, slippers. Oh, oh, Captain Beak, I didn't mean to uh, cause you emotional distress. Oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that that's a little bit about what used to be part of my world and... <laughs> You well, well, I'm sure your parrot's in a better place now. That's scene that two. Is not here. That's scene two. Another world as a parrot is on the shoulder of another parrot, as your parrot has now become the personal parrot, the second personal parrot of Captain Talon. And then she said this about you. Fuck. Borrowing from the Neopets concept of a pet pet. That <laughs> 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 one will land with the '90s kids. <laughs> All right, anyone we, else? We, I just want to say we see in this world an infinite loop of parrots 
as pets to parents, <laughs> as pets to parents, until it folds back in on itself. Non-Euclidean parrots all around, just twisting space and time. Uh, you see, what's unique about my world is we're governed by what's called a representative democracy, and that each individual citizen actually votes for a representative to represent their interest in the broader government, on paper anyways. In reality, not a lot of people feel incentivized to vote, and the people in power, you get how it goes. I actually don't understand that at all. I don't get how it goes. Yeah, do the people in your world have uh, have like creatures on their shoulders that they also also have to vote? Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, specifically, an animal that rests on your shoulders does not get a vote. Hmm. Okay. So all other creatures, provided they are not shoulder based, are eligible <laughs> to vote. That's the thing, that there's just not enough interest in voter registration for it to make that much of a difference come elections. Even for the animals? You, what did you believe about there's not a there's not a big draw for uh, animals to uh, be educated in the ways of the ballot box? Well, what about me? I'm like a cat person, but I guess I'm more person than cat. Anyone that signs up and has a mailing address can vote. They're just uh, again, I cannot stress this enough. They just choose not to. Well, I got caves. You have that. Uh, what about you, Slip and Sly? What's your world like? In my world, you can just hop on a cloud, and it will be comforting to you and tell you you are special. And you can just sleep on that cloud for a good long while until you're ready to come back. Oh, wow. In my world, they just rain on you. In my world, clouds cause quite a large storms that's taken uh, many ships down in my time. Oh, my favorite cloud, Ronaldo. He would never do that. He's just a good old buddy. I just go on him, snuggle on up, and I tell him, Boy, they were being mean to me at school today. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, skibba doo ba ba He's like, skibba doo ba 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 And then we just have a little bit of brandy. Cut scene to Smooth Jackson crying on his personal Theracloud. Just talking about how much he misses his friend Slip and Sly. And that cloud takes a nice cloudy hand and just gives him a hug. He's like, it'll be okay, little buddy. whoop ba da ba ba yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think Quin I think Quinness is left. Oh well in my world, it's a really rough and tumble place, you know. Lots of different folks all traveling, lots of different wilds. But most importantly, the three moons that we all travel by. Really remarkable stuff. Hmm. Which mm -hmm. moon's your favorite? You're asking me if I have a favorite moon? You want me to get struck down by the moon gods? What are you, absolutely bloody crazy? We're in another world nobody needs to know. Yeah, are the gods going to get here? I'm going to reckon the deities are, are transdimensional. I'm going to hmm. make that wager for myself. And not curse any of the moon gods. I like them all equally, and I pray to them three times a day, as is usual. Cutscene two. Uh, a throne room with three chairs and three moon goddesses with lightning bolts raised up. Nod their head and slowly put down the lightning bolts. You don't mess with the moon gods. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. You don't. Can you fuck with the sun god? Well, why don't you try, Slick? Hey, sun god. Ain't you just a bunch of hydrogen? Why, you may be a sun, but you're so dumb, I don't think you're very bright. Take four fire damage, Slip and Sly. Oh! oh <laughs> I forgot to put on my Neutrogena. <laughs> I tried oh. to tell you. I tried okay. to warn. He's just, you're so selfish up there. You're so heliocentric. 
Take two fire damage, slip and slide. Oh, <laughs> I should have done SPF 50. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough blasphemy from, from a lot of you. I'm I'm gonna be just to clarify, I did not do a singular blasphemy. I might be a right piece of shit, but I ain't gonna do no blasphemy, no sir. And a sun god looks down and just nods his head. I see a village up ahead. We finally reached it. <laughs> yeah, you do in fact seeing up ahead what maybe was once a village. Oh. Perhaps the place that the Paris were originally aiming for but is now just looks more like a burned out husk. The various buildings, only a few, maybe six or seven, all burnt down. Anything, and as you look through it, like walk into it, you see uh, the, uh, the various holes in the walls, the place has been ransacked. Uh, uh, as being a master barbecue man, uh, could I tell how recently this fire occurred? Give me an investigation roll. I was afraid you were going to say something <laughs> like that. 18. 19. 19. Eight, 18. Oh, 18. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Sorry, my uh, riverboat captain accent <laughs> is sometimes difficult to pass. Yep. Uh, as you look around, you do notice, first off, about two, two-ish days ago, which is around the time that uh, Savannah said her parents left. And you actually, with a 19, noticed the footsteps of that came later that you recognize is probably the footsteps from the bandits you killed. But as you look around, you go to a corner of this of this small little group of hamlets, and you see a body, a male, a ferret man, but big, muscular, like about, and also about like six feet tall. And he had what looks like, well, you assume he might have had armor, but it looks like he's mostly naked. Now you think whoever did killed him, like took the armor off. Although you didn't see anything on the people of the bandits you killed that indicates they did it, so somebody else might have done it. But he looks, well, he is dead. Definitely dead. But as far as you can tell, there's no, at least from a glance, visible wounds on him. Well, I think we know what happened here. Someone blasphemed the sun god. <laughs> I don't know. They don't look burnt, but maybe. Gets you every time. Um... Anyone who wants to check can give me a medicine. Is is he dead? Oh, he's dead. But if you want to see what killed him. I, I do. Well, I have to give him medicine? Medicine check. D20 plus your medicine, medicine modifier. Uh, I'll assist. Oh, oh, assist. So basically you roll twice and, and choose to hire. Yeah. April. Um, As someone that is also proficient in medicine. Yep. I got 18 and 6. And my medicine is plus 3. 21. So, yeah, so 21. Very, very nice. You look over the body. What's it look like when Tabasco, when you, the Tabasco, looks over a body using, and also with a 21, it's like you're a professional body examiner. This is CSI cat. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I creep up on it with my little cat paws and I <laughs> sniff at it a little bit. I, um, you know, I use my claws to take over whatever other clothes are left and see what other, what could have killed him. Mm-hmm. If he's got um, any gold in his pockets, let me know. I'll let you know. And uh, where would I examine him to find whatever killed yeah, I'm him? Gonna, I'm not going to describe where, like, well, you need to use a microscope. But I'm not going to go over that deep. But basically, after looking over the body, first off, no go to no go to take, sadly. You can't rob this. You can't, sadly, cannot rob Savannah's father's dead body. But looking over the body, the body. Her uh Savannah wasn't kidding. Like her dad was tough. That's this is muscles and tough muscles. Like if this was mechanics wise, this he would be, have been like a maybe a level 10 fighter. But he is very dead. And looking over, no visible wounds. There were a couple of stab wounds, but you realize those stab wounds were happened after he died. Hmm. Look into no. his mouth and see a black bile. Oh, he after was, he died. He was poisoned. And from and with a twenty one, you realize with the faint whiff of it, it's probably a gas. Hmm. He was killed by a gas. Well, ain't that a shame? I was just thinking there was enough muscle on this thing to feed all five of us. I don't know. I mean, it is a rodent type guy, but 
he did just meet the this man's daughter. Oh, I forgot did about eat this guy? Sedan. No, I don't think because no, because he died of poison. Which oh, is man. not traditionally okay. the way you want to uh Well, you were just saying about the meat and it got me thinking. I'm sorry. Um, Who could have done this? Why? Are there any other corpses around the area? Uh looking around? Yeah, there are other corpses of people that used to live here. Uh the other bodies were some of them were all poisoned, but a lot of them were also just stabbed. All of them obviously not as big as fighter powerful as the fighter daddy. They're just regular people that were stabbed. And and you rolled a 19-year investigation before, right, Rigby? 18. 18, yeah. so pretty high. Uh, yeah, these this was a raid. And during a raid, you assume the dad tried to defend and was poisoned. And whatever this poison was, bypassed. Like, he's probably a tough guy, but apparently he was weak against poison, maybe. You don't know. And was killed because of it. But as looking around, you see the ferret dad. You don't see a ferret mom. You also notice what looks like uh, footsteps that lead into and out of uh, this homestead. Uh, looking at the footsteps, uh, there were a couple of maybe 18, yeah. uh, maybe human, a couple of humans and maybe some other species, but a large cluster of footsteps that are much smaller than average. The footsteps were clustered together like, say, a hunting party. Um, and we assume these are the uh, perpetrators of you this assume raid. that yeah you would assume these are the perpetrators can we uh, identify the direction of where they went or where they came from I'm gonna say yes you can identify where they came from and actually I am going to give you a roll and this is a I'm gonna roll a d20 let me know if you get 11 or higher I got a five you don't know what these creatures are you don't whatever they are is not something you're familiar with and probably not even from your work you're familiar with on your world. But if anyone else wants to look, I'll also let them roll a deep. Actually, everyone except Captain Beak, because you only have bird people on your world. Ten. Dang it. Nope. You don't have them on your world. Slip and slide. Slip and slide rolls a nine. You don't have them on your world, sadly. It's all up to Tabasco. I got a twenty. You got a net 20. Yes. Okay. Woo! Okay. You are fam <laughs> 100% familiar with these footsteps. There are people that are common in the mountain, de in the various mountains. You've had various wars with them. Well, more like, yeah, depends on the gr or group of kobolds that you're facing. Small, diminutive, draconic creatures. Uh, sometimes they serve dragons, sometimes they serve on their own. Uh, they're tricksty foes that like to set traps and basically love to work as a pack together. And with a net 20, you speak draconic. You can speak the language of the kobolds because you've, you've actually, you fought them, yes, but you've also, oh, you've also traded that with them as well. Okay. I know of these kobolds. I know their language. That Allow me, please. But I, I will say this. Knowing what you know about at least here's the thing, what you know, knowing what you know about kobolds on your world, they generally, at least in your world, like try to stay away from peoples. They try to they tend to stick to themselves. They generally mm -hmm. don't go out on raiding parties. That's more of like a goblin thing, not mm -hmm. a kobold thing. They generally just want to be left alone, unless they're serving a dragon and the dragon tells them to do something. But generally, they like to be left alone. Well, I don't know. Well, it looks at this. Maybe they're serving some kind of dragon, or maybe maybe they're just hungry. I mean, we don't know where we are, so maybe they must do this. But they're not—they're not typical to this kind of behavior. I'm concerned. Troubling, very troubling. So you're saying if. They're acting like this. There might be a dragon afoot. Maybe. Either that or something else as powerful as a dragon. Uh-oh. Maybe that creature oh. well, is what's controlling them. I want to find out why why we're here, you know? Why we're rechosen. How come there's no new blood up until now? Maybe we should follow the steps. 
we also did promise Savannah we'd look for uh, any living parents. And as far as we know, mother is still unaccounted for. Did we see any uh, DM? Did we see any footfalls that might beget a ferret person after we take an eye at his little paw foot? Give me another investigation roll. I'm not good at that. If anyone else wants to check as well. I am good at that. Yep. I'll give an investigation roll. Please do. All right. Oh, I roll a 19, and then I have a plus six modifier. Jesus Christ. So I rolled a dirty 25. Okay. So you'd see no footsteps of a ferret person, and you clearly know what a ferret person's footsteps look like, just by looking at the little girl's feet, as well as the dead body of the dead parents. You know exactly what they would look like. No footsteps. But you do clearly see signs of somebody's body being dragged. And with a 26, definitely uh, from the general build, you know definitely that, probably not as muscular as the dad, uh, thin, but not a, but not actually thin. It's more like uh, the the muscle is uh, sort of tenser. It's not, he, it's, the ferret mom is not big muscle. It's more like tight muscle. She's Ma. good with her. She's good with her hands. Almost like almost monk life. Definitely probably a monk. Strange that she would be taken out by some kobolds. And yeah, I guess we can go back to the daughter and see if the dad was muscular, and the mom was a monk. Or let's just let's just keep going on this trail, right? I say we follow where this body's been dragged. I think we should do the same. I mean, the kid did say that she liked to punch and all that, and that's something I'm certainly familiar with. Oh, yeah. She punched a lot. People probably punch her back and then drag her around. And I will say with that 26, uh, there was, yeah, there's one body of, of that was being dragged, but also a couple of smaller other drags of what you assume were kobold bodies. Hmm. You were assuming yeah. with the 26, uh, they took some with them before they went down. So they, they went down hard, but they still went down. Seems like uh, this is a struggle. Yeah. Uh, summons uh my great club meat tenderizer from the void as mm-hmm. my pack feature and says, <laughs> "Well, I suspect we'll be uh, on the lookout for trouble." Then that's a good point. Uh, what do you call these creatures again? Kobolds. How would you describe the uh, texture of the meat? It's stringy. They're reptiles, mm. like fish. I can work or, with that. Dragons, reptiles. I suppose. At least in my world, they they are. Uh, all right, let's not tally. Uh, yep. Um, and we go ahead and follow those tracks. Yep. And you guys begin following those tracks. Until eventually, oh about an hour of traveling, you see those drag marks going forward. And I'm going to say, you probably, probably are just rushing forward, or maybe are you, are you rushing or are you trying to be stealthy about it? I think we're going at a standard force jaunt. All right. After a bit of this forced jaunt, you come upon what looks like a small clearing leading to what looks like some sort of cave mouth where you assume you can enter, but in front of it, you clearly see what looks like one kobold just looking around attentively. And on the side of this kobold is what looks like a horn. Um, all right. I'll be honest with y'all. I think uh, our skill set is more towards uh, extreme acts of violence rather than sweet talking. What do you say we all just uh, blast this fool and uh, so he doesn't tell none of his buddies about our uncommon approach? Let's do it quickly and quietly. All right. Uh... On the count of three, and uh, uh, at the same coordinated time, um, I'll uh, let out uh, Eldritch Blast as my attack. And before we start, I'm going to notice, say one thing for you guys. I'm going to say actually for Tabasco. You notice uh, this kobold in front of you. You saw the image of the kobold from before. They're, you realize they're varying different uh, species of kobold. Uh, there's a kobold that you, I showed you an image of before, but there is also another species, at least on your world, and apparently on this one as well. Maybe they were even transported from your world, you don't know. Of winged kobolds. Slightly tougher, and with the ability to fly. That's what you're seeing in front of you. 
you probably you guys will probably be able to one shot this guy, but just want you to know these are generally tougher cold balls than normal. Sounds like Rigby would love to cook up some wings. I know, but I don't know. These things look tough. We can better save the wings after we truly kill it. I mean, well, if there's one thing I believe in, it's the power of friendship coordinated into acts of coordinated violence. I am with Rigby on this one. I uh, have my short bow in hand, or I'll have my, yes, my short bows in hand, and I have decently good aim, so I say we go for it. I'm more of like a up-close-and-personal kind of uh, fighter, so I'm just going to let you guys, like, shoot the fuck out of it, and then I'll go in and, like, finish it off. How about that? Quinnis, that is an excellent idea. Yeah, I have a sling, um... I think I can probably throw it. So, question. You three are going, or whoever is going to hit with range, is going to try to hit it at the same exact time. So, I'm going to say everyone who tries to attack rolls at advantage to see if they hit. So, I have a 16 to hit. That definitely hits. All right. Um, And I will uh, go ahead and roll damage for Eldritch Blast. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for a total of 12 points of damage. I rolled a 1, and then what else do I... Uh... I roll again to see if you get a higher number. Okay. Hopefully, statistically, it will be higher. 18. That there we go. Is. We love to see it. Don't worry about damage, because it's one cobalt, but I just want to see if everyone hits. I got 10. 10? Uh, 10 misses. Uh, Captain Big, are you trying to hit as well? Yes. Oh, I got two, but I get to roll again with advantage. Yes, you do. Advantage. Oh, I got four, uh, <laughs> but my uh, shortbow modifier is a plus five, so that's a nine. Not enough. Uh, slip and Slay, what are you hitting with? A shortbow. So two shortbows. From... Oh, wait, it's a plus five. I have a 15. Oh, that hits. Okay, so... There is a there is a brief moment as a brave winged kobold stands in guard. In its mind, he goes, I'm guarding the cave where my people are, where we shall finally have our destiny. What the hell is that? And then time slows down as a blast hits it in the face. A short bow bolt hits it in the belly. A slingshot hits it where its heart is. And a short bow bolt from Captain B goes, Right to its left, on his wall goes, and just sticks there. It, it it dies instantly. Its last thought being, "What the hell is?" Excellent work. Great uh, job, everyone else. I'm happy that the power of friendship was able to immediately combat this. I'm just glad I didn't need to get my fist dirty. I would like to search any pockets or pouches the kobold may have so that I may take whatever its contents are. Uh, Slip and sly, I would like to do that as well. I'll take the left side, you take the right. Works for me. I want you to give me both opposing sleight of hand checks. Sleight of hand battle, sleight of hand battle. Eight. Do I do I do anything? That was just the dice roll. Dice roll plus uh, your sleight of hand modifier. Plus seven. Ooh. Mine was a thirteen, mm-hmm. and my uh, sleight of hand modifier is plus five. So eighteen versus a what was yours? Slip and slide? Fifteen. With an eighteen, you quickly search the pockets, and the first is just yeah, life the right hand. But we already established there's a bit of a rivalry going on. As we go, as you guys have a sleight of hand about to try to grab the quickest gear, and it's one cobalt, you get one copper, but it's a copper you won, Captain Beak. Ah, thank you, Dungeon Master. <laughs> I feel like I've earned this this one copper today. I'd like to roll. Think- roll to sneakily steal the copper from Captain Beak without Captain Beak noticing. As I'm doing my thank you. Yes, your speech about winning. Give me a sleight of hand check. And I need you to give me a, a perception check, Captain Beak. Okay. <laughs> perception is yep. um, 
Do you need sleight of hand first or perception first? Perception only for you, Captain Beak. Um, 18. 18 plus, plus. Two is my modifier, so 20. 20 versus? 15 plus seven. Captain Beak, you give your epic speak to your crew. They clearly see, because they, you don't notice, but everyone else notices, as he clearly just takes the coin from your hand, and you don't notice and continue speech with an empty hand, with a with your hand empty of a coin. Now, now, Tabasco, don't say anything. Don't ruin her fun. <laughs> I'd like to thank <laughs> my mother and father for hatching me from an egg and raising me from a chick. I'd like to thank Madam Talon, even though she beat me in battle and that coin I still have. This one I do as well. Learn! Uh, Learn! Uh, Cap Captain Beak, we're trying to sneak. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We see let's birds go. scatter in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, All right. I didn't hear one other call as uh, Tabasco, your wildfire spirit, your fire bat lands on your head. <laughs> oh, hello. Well, look who's here. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should go in, little guy. <laughs> All right. You guys heard the firebird that I thought was a bat. <laughs> uh, Quinnis, as the uh, fisticuff brawler of us all, why don't you go ahead first? Yeah. Go, Roy, I'll go first. Into the cave, and I'm going to share a link. Oh, please don't move my black bars. Oh, sorry. No problem. No problem. <laughs> 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 well, the guys already saw the map. It's fine. There's no, there's no enemies there currently. I did, thankfully, I didn't put any enemies down. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good character ability. ability <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Move black bars. <laughs> so, when you first enter, you look to your left and to your right, and you see, uh, looking down, it's it's kind of hard to see, but uh, straight ahead, you do see a. Uh, a path leading down that stretches on further into an empty space. And up above, you see what looks like a lot of what looks like bows of various animals. And you're splashing on what looks like uh, just, a, just a ton of water. But from that topmost portion, you do hear the scratching. You can't see from the angle you're currently in, the scratching of someone eating something. Now, Rigby, you are an expert in eating. Can you detect who is eating what? Uh, I can, and I simply, uh, rather than uh, re- relying on the sounds, I just peek my head around the corner. You clearly see one second. Just one winged kobold eating what looks like the remains of a sheep. All right. It worked really well the first time. Does everyone want to go fuck this guy up? Absolutely. I'll be aiming for the face. Do you want me to, you guys want to do your like range bullshit? I'll stay right here and then I can go in and do a little walloping afterwards. Oh, Quinnist, tell you what, we hate to leave you out of the fun. Why don't you wallop first and then we'll all light them up? Hard to say no to that. Just don't hit me, all right? (laughs) Don't hit me while I'm in there. That's my main concern. We won't throw anything. No, our aim is very good. Before you go, I want everyone to give me a straight intelligence roll. <laughs> is this, no, this is a bad idea check. <laughs> it's the DM is being kind check, really, when you think about it. Nine. Nine? Great idea. Do it. <laughs> I also, I got a ten. 10. Is a straight okay. intelligence roll just a d20? D20 plus whatever your intelligence modifier is. I have a saving throw intelligence modifier. I don't know if I have a... No. Oh, yes. Yeah. I... No, never mind. I do. Yep. Oh, 18. 18? Okay. Sorry. I rolled a 2 with an intelligence that says 0, and then underneath is a small uh, circle. That... The 0 is what you would roll for, so you don't add anything to the roll. Okay. So you rolled a 10? I'll have plus 2, yeah, on the saving throws. The saving throws is a different thing. Oh, okay. Okay, so you so just straight ten. So, I think Captain Beak is the only one that's uh, got a, a pretty good score. So I, I rolled an eighteen. 
Oh, it's slipping, or, or, I have an 18 with my with my modifier. I have an 18. Okay, so, and Captain Beak, you also rolled an 18? I rolled an 18, and then with my modifier, I have 20. Okay. So, uh, slip and slide, you're, you you think it, and you're about to say something, but Captain Beak beats you to it. Uh, you're in a cave. It's very echoey. Uh, having, especially, and where you are right now, if you if you have Quinas run towards that wing of kobolds, someone might see him as he goes in for the kill, especially if they're looking for that. You can't tell where people are looking currently from your current angle. You could try to move and see for yourself, but there's also a risk of getting noticed by the winged kobold. I would like to cast a disguise spell. Oh, what are you disguising yourself as? A rock. <laughs> okay. Okay. An innocent cave rock. How does the spell exactly work? It just disguise what's the exact spell uh disguise self is my uh disguise spell self. Five and duration is one hour you Let's make see. yourself including your armor weapons and other belongings on your person look different until the spell ends or until you use your action you can't change yeah you can't change your body type so you must adopt so basically you can type, kind of look like another person you can't really change it to a rock with disguise self it's a level one spell not really designed for that sort of thing all right, I would. Uh, what's the creature called? A winged. It's a kobold. Uh, I would like to disguise myself as a kobold. Oh, that is different. Uh, you know what? You do so. You see before your winged kobold. Oh. What are you gonna do? How does it look? Good. Oh. Scary. Oh, you... A little greasy, admittedly, but otherwise good. Yeah, you're wet, moist. Then I would like to approach the other kobold. Looking chummy. Okay. It's as you're stepping through in the water, it looks at you. Yeah. I give it a friendly cobal wave. It waves back awkwardly and then says, Good, get out of the good. Which Tabasco you hear is, What the fuck, dude? Hmm. We should fall back. I would like to charge. Uh, uh, upon seeing this, uh, I, 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 I would, I will go back to my old reliable Eldridge Bless. All right. How about this? I will start. I will start moving around as the Cobalt doing a little dance so as to distract it, so that one of my party might also sneak around and be able to attack. Give me a performance roll. And actually, before you do anything. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. What? what? I got a 20. A nat 20? Natural 20? Yes. Yes. Do you have a performance modifier? Plus five. So I I put on the cobalt version of Lay Miz for this thing. Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> what I was going to say, but I'm going to say you're distracted by giving what you know is going to be the performance of your life. Is as you're passing by, and I'm going to add some things to the map. You see, as you're passing by, at least from this angle, what looks like as you're going up, uh, you quickly prepare to perform it, and then quickly spy as you look to your right. You see about four of those winged kobolds further off into the cave. Behind them is another kobold, but this one is massive, with two heads coming out of its head. Well, coming out of its neck, I mean. And behind that massive kobold, almost like in a guard position, is another kobold, but this one looks very different. This one has what looks like one monocle. Upon his back are various, uh, what looks like jars and concoctions of sorts, and some sort of like gas exuding from it. Oh. And it looks, and as you just hop by and then you go up and they hear the splashing water and they turn. What sort of performance are you giving this winged kobold and uh, honestly the rest of the cave? because they now notice you, that utterly enthralls them with a 25, with a nat 20. Uh, I am performing I Dreamed a Dream from Les Mis in Cobalt language. Can you speak Draconic? I can. I will say with a nat 20, what's the name? I can't believe I forgot it. What's the name of the, the character uh, that basically uh, helps a guy win a girl? The old the character. Uh, Serrano de Bergerac. Exactly. 
You do a Serrano de Bergerac, hoping Slip and Slide do this epic performance, like basically uh, whispering the words into his ear as he performs this epic play, this epic song. Tabasco, you hear, a dream, a dream, that blah, blah, blah. Everyone else hears, it's like they're hearing Klingon. <laughs> and you see. <laughs> Roll to have him sing the whole song. No, I'm not going to have him sing the whole song. <laughs> <But> yeah, the... <laughs> so I'm going to say they're utterly distracted by this beautiful performance. What do the rest of you do? What is your plan? Uh, and, and actually from the big guy, from the really big guy with two heads, each head, tears, just tears. Gang, I think we should sneak around the other way and try to uh, completely bypass what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. That seems I like, think we might be much. able to get away with it. Because that gas thing, I feel like maybe poisoned the dad, but I still want to find that mom. I bet we could. Yeah. All right. We're we're gonna try to stealth past all these guys and try to find the mother without directly engaging in combat. Does that sound good to everybody? Or do we want to do good to me. dance in there, slip and sly? I if you everyone's gonna stealth, I need a group stealth check, except for our singer over here. Uh actually, no. Tabasco, you can't move because you need to be whispering into Slip and Sly's ear the language of Draconic. Okay. So, so you're in the back. So everyone else needs to give me a group stealth check with advantage because everyone's distracted, distracted by this utterly just epic performance. This Cobalt de Ogerio, this This artiste of the Cobalt Age. I have 17 for stealth. 17? 17 from each as well. Okay. Oh... Um, uh, I rolled a total of three. Three. With advantage? Oh, with advantage? With advantage. Everyone has advantage because of the performance. <laughs> it was like, damn. Okay, 12. Better than a three. And honestly, uh, I'm going to say, you guys make it, but how do uh, Captain Beak and Quinnis stop Rigby from screwing it up? Uh, Rigby gets distracted by one of the wings on the cobalt and tries to rip it off. <laughs> oh, aren't meat. you just a little succulent morsel? <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't miss one of these. Rigby! Come oh, on! Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. at, at the winged uh, cobalt was utterly distracted because he start, uh, she start, well, you can't really tell cobalt sex from a, because, you know, they're kobolds. But, uh, it, it looks at it, and, and you you see it mouthing the words with tears, like um, Much like John Valjean, we too will abscond with something uh, in the middle of the night. Yep, and you guys head all the way to the bottom. I'm going to show you the map. The bottom of this cave area. So are, is he still dancing and I'm still whispering to him? Or yep, what's going yep, on? yep, yeah, he's still dancing, whispering. You're, you're you're doing a combo. And you look in the back and you clearly see what looks like several, well, former people, mostly. Uh, people that were cut apart. It looks like for experimentation, as far as you can tell. Like, Oh, what a waste of meat. But <laughs> you look in the back and you see strapped down and unconscious a ferret woman. Uh, unlike the dad, she is much more lithe. Like uh, there's muscle there, but it's like a swimmer's muscle. Like you, like basic, and you realize that her hands might be good for quick movement, but she is utterly unconscious. And what looks like uh, some little black bile is coming out of her mouth. Oh, um, anyone have anything that can uh, cure this poor ferret person? Ah, I forgot to choose magic items for this character, so mm-hmm. I'm coming in blank mm-hmm. uh in the meantime i'm gonna pull out one of my uh my uh pairing knives and uh try to uh cut cut some of the straps off well i do got a little bit of a healing potion here i suppose um uh would you do the honors quinnis sure oh pop open the potion and bottoms up Yep. 
and you force it down her throat. And for a moment, nothing really happens. And uh, Quintus, since you're right in front, I need you to give me a dexterity save roll. Ooh, okay. Uh, 24. You quickly dodge away as uh, Rigby removed one of the straps. And as you, she opens her eyes and punches straight into the air, it's like, oh, fuck, get her oh, fist nearly God. missing your face. Oh, excuse me. Uh, we are here on behest of your daughter, Savannah, and we need uh, the utmost silence as we sneak you out of this uh, cobalt prison. Sneak you out. I'll, I'll kill those bastards. And as soon as she, she goes to step off the table and then instantly falls down. I'm not, I don't feel so good. That was pretty oh. close. Not that many people can get close to hitting old Quinnis. Uh, pick her up by the scruff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I have the thing where I'm treated as large for all yeah. my carrying capacity yeah. purposes. And, and she, she tries to like wave your hand away, but it's, it's weak. Like two days with you assume no food and that's also poisoned. Like she's no condition to fight at all. He's like, oh. I, where's, where's my, what's going on? Oh, oh. Don't worry. We'll get you out oh, uh, right on my apron. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fine, but we'll discuss this later. You understand? You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get you out of here, and then we're going to figure out exactly what that means for you and me, huh? What's what wrong, Rigby? You smell Rigby. like hot um, sauce. Uh, a Rigby, uh, what are you? Well, you whispering. Oh, right. What? Yeah, Rigby, what the hell are you doing? You Rigby, oh, right. our to keep... Keep this ferret alive and reunite her with her daughter. Force of habit. Talking to little woodland creatures. <laughs> what can I say? All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, wait, is there anything else of uh, interest as we look around here? Are you going to spend time looking around? Uh, just a quick, like, glance left, glance right. If it's just going to be a quick, quick glance, I need you to give me an investigation, but with a disadvantage. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonk bonk. Uh, oh, that's very good. Uh, seventeen. Uh, looking around, you looks you notice what looks like a nice pair of bracelets. Oh, shiny! I'll take them. Uh, uh I will uh defer to the local kleptomaniac. Okay. Uh, on that one. All um, right. And uh, uh, I believe we uh sneak back out. Yep, and you head back and. The singing continues. As you go sneakily head back, honestly, they're still super distracted. I'm not going to make you roll again. Uh, maybe we should request, uh, what's the opposite of an encore to, to make a performance end early? Uh, I think maybe you start like throwing tomatoes or something. Ah, uh, I've heard this tradition in the theater of you get a hook and pull them off stage. I changed my uh, weapon into a sort of like a uh, shepherd's crook. Mm-hmm. Uh, packed to the blade, baby. And I gently hook. And you see, you see the giant, the giant two-headed creature. Go like, you, uh, Tabasco here. No. No, it was the epic moment. It was uh, it was the moment. And you hear uh, everyone else says, Oh, we're time to leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, it will uh, uh, yep. double time it. Yep. And honestly, with all of that, you, I mean, I'm going to say you guys just bypassed a combat. <laughs> 100%. Like with a net 20 roll with that... You guys head out, and everyone else is in shock because of the performance of their lives. Like you don't know if you 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 don't know the slip and slide, but you've just just started a cultural movement within Cobalt society on this world. They've discovered theater. As we're hustling, and I'm holding the fairer person as we're running. Uh, well done, slip and slide. I did not cut off your performance due to uh, lack of bravado. That was uh, entirely uh, for our own personal safety. And with that, you guys run off into the forest to return a ferret mom to a ferret child. And as you're running away, and the session slowly closes, Rigby, you hear a voice in the back of your mind. Good.
um, excuse me, otherworldly uh, patron, I presume. Uh, am I meaning to understand you want me to uh, work my special talents upon this? Because I feel like at that point, this is in poor taste. All you hear is silence. Ah. Tough customer, I see. <laughs> and as you head off to the rules, I'm going to say, everyone, give me one final scene before we close out. It could be uh, arriving, talking to the ferret girl, talking to the ferret mom. It could be something from the past that resonates with what's happening right now. Anything. Um, I think it would be fun to uh, like be sitting down to like a little dinner after we mm -hmm. reunite them. Okay. Everyone wants to just do a dinner? I swear to God, if there's not alcohol involved, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, well, kill funny, someone. Funny you should say that. She, they talked a lot about body being a temple, but even temples have bad days. And the mom, after, you know, dealing with the loss of her husband, as thankful that at least her daughter is safe, and thankful to all of you for saving her. And goes into her special cabinet and brings out a green glowing liquid. Oh, thank God. This is almost... Shunka, shunka, shunka. This is almost out. <laughs> and she gives every one of you who choose to drink a shot. Now, this is strong stuff. Just to Look. warn you. Everyone who no. drinks, give, give me a constitution roll. No second thoughts. Do I have good con? Absolutely not. Is this a I'm saving roll? Roll? No, sorry, constitution, a con constitution save is what I meant. I roll a nat one. I roll a six. Mm hmm I roll a 17. 17. Well, I do Three. promise I'm a better fighter for it. <laughs> Two. Two. Tabasco, slip and slide. Three. Wow. Looks like we're just a bunch of lightweights around here, except for old Rigby. Everyone together takes one big shot. Except for, of course, the Savannah. She's so she has a shot of a shot of water. Captain Beak, slip and slide, Tabasco, raise with the guy, drink it, smile, pass out on the ground. Quinnis, take a drink, smile, escape from both ends. Oh no! <laughs> Rigby, take a shot. You know what? It's up there with like you know demon blood. Like that has a kick. This has a similar kick. There's a certain uh, pecanness. Uh, I'm. I must say. Uh, oh, uh, Mother Savannah. What? What? What do you? Where do you source such a, uh, a pecant uh, flavoring? Well, you see that giant, like machine thing outside in the lake. Mm-hmm. Well, so every once in a while, it leaks. Still leaks some little bit of oil. I take it. I I strain a little bit, and I mix in some herbs. And you know what? It just it does something to you. I gotta say it. And you know what? You took it pretty damn well. You got you are a strong bud. And she just gives yeah. you a, she gives you a light tap, which honestly almost breaks your shoulder. Oh, uh, I find my heart throbbing suddenly. I never considered myself potential stepfather material. But... <laughs> Too soon. She's oh, voice at you. Too soon. Oh, of course. Uh, I slap my companions awake. <laughs> And as as and the scene ends with you slapping everyone awake, the camera zooms out. It goes black, and that is the end of our session. Our ridiculous, ridiculous session. I'll, I'll be honest; I fully expected a combat, but you dreamed a dream, and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> the wow. dice have their own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot to ask for a short rest, so I had nothing but Eldritch Blast in the chamber. <laughs> All right, so what, how did you guys feel about playing D&D? I know some of you have never played D&D before. It was fun. I liked, It was like kind of a smooth ride. Usually when I've thought about it in the past, it's been like a whole bunch of preamble, a bunch of stuff you got to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed how like you kind of guided me through it. Mm -hmm. And it was fun to, uh, you know, play a character. I've tried this mm -hmm. before, but um, not quite like this and... I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I always find it fun. It's like, yeah, D and D is like there's different types of D and uh, dungeon masters. I always prefer like I tend to be a bit chaotic. Like I just 
love throwing stuff at people and seeing what they do and just going with the flow generally like like it's why what reason I like doing improv it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's very much throws, like yeah, yeah someone yeah. throws a word at you and you just make something up that's i do that with role like the role is important to like help things flow but sometimes you can just swing things to make things more interesting so that's what i generally prefer to do yeah i had fun i thought mm-hmm. it was like i think we really hit our stride in the second half mm-hmm. um and like had like a good amount of action but also like a lot of fun going on at the same time mm-hmm. um that was really cool i am curious what was the deal with the big purple creature 100 percent, gonna be 100 percent honest with you i had no plan i thought it was cool if this was a longer term campaign i would eventually put things together because the way i really run longer term campaigns is i have a idea and then the players add in their own little bits like i might have included stuff from your various worlds i might have included stuff from the world that people you interacted with like generally when i create characters i i don't have a plan to start out with but as the world slowly evolves then something over time would have evolved eventually that that big bad might have been the big bad of the ultimate campaign this game would eventually become maybe it was something that was trying to help you you don't know it depends on how the story goes but honestly i i I always start with this looks cool. Let's put it in and see where it goes. Um, yeah, I really like, I mean, props to whoever, uh, I, you mentioned the person that drew that mm-hmm. big purple creature because it looked, that was a really oh, that was, that was gorgeous great, yeah. drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the creature like summoned us specifically to save the mom. Mm-hmm. Because then when we did it, it well, because beforehand it whispered in Sam's ear, you'll do. And afterwards it whispered in Sam's ear, good. Mm-hmm. So it was just Sam that heard that? Uh, yeah, Sam? I believe so. Oh. Um, yeah, only, yeah only, have... only, only Rigby would have heard that, yes. Because uh, Rigby have, has a, uh... and that would have also been an element like that, that tendril of whatever this creature is would entering you would be, on a longer term campaign would have been a factor eventually. But yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that probably would have been an area I would have explored. Like, why would it be good to rescue this mom? Um, yep. uh, my little hand cannon for this is that we have all uh, just abused some little small woodland creature before we were uh, whisked away. <laughs> <laughs> or we all were picking a fight that, that was uh, unfair. <laughs> um, and this is our uh, moral penance. <laughs> All right. So before we close out, uh, where can everyone find you? Instagram, Twitter, such as that. And also, I'll just note, uh, whenever I post this, I'll also make sure to note down any shows you guys are part of. If any of the listeners are in part of the New York City area, these guys are fantastic improvisers and you should go to any shows they do because they're very funny and they are nerds, like huge nerds. Like, look at them. They're nerds. Nerds. But yeah, where can we where can, where can everyone find you guys? I can be found on Instagram at a sick. Oh, yeah, just a sickler. Mm-hmm. On TikTok, April 6, 9, 7, and uh, I do things here and there. Um, you can uh, find out all the show dates and other information and uh, some reels edited by uh, uh, Tegan Clark herself uh, on our Instagram uh, at improvised underscore DND. You know you found the right thing if you find a little derpy dragon picture. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Tegan, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Shakespeare.Jones. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Shakespeare Jones as well. Um, uh, and you can find PJ Nally at PJ with buttons on in, PJs with buttons on Instagram. Um, and you can find uh, Maria's and my musical improv team, Hell Yeah, at Hell Yeah Music Prov on Instagram. Yes, uh, you can find, I'm Maria Schrader, spelled like Schroeder. You can find me on Instagram at Schrader, not stirred. Um, and you can find, yes, Hell Yeah, at Hell Yeah Music Prov on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and then we're hellyahimprov.com is our website. We perform, and we perform monthly at the pit, and we have our show dates listed on our website and links to buy tickets there. Um, I also do a musical improv team that performs weekly at The Magnet. And then we're all part of D&D Improv. Nope. So listeners, links to all they said will be in the show notes. And I hope you all enjoyed. And as of now, we are out. Hey, this is Angela from the Fandible Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. 
If you want to hear more, remember to go to Fandible.com. We have a long backlog of games, and at Fandible, we believe there is a game for every voice, so we know that you'll find something else enjoyable there. If you want even more of us, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Facebook as Fandible. And if you really want to support us, check us out on Patreon. We use the funds from there to buy new games, keep our equipment up to date, and go to cons. And you get great bonus material like early access to games or access to our private Discord where you can hang out with other Fandible fans. Either way, thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again next week.